I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. It's Monday, February 6th, and that means it's Super Bowl week. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full instant deposit. Match up to $100 on the best daily fantasy app. In this episode, it's all prop talk. On Wednesday, we are going to have game picks on the total on the spread for Chiefs versus Eagles. But in this episode, I welcome Colby Olson, who's been a killer all year for us. And of course, I am your host, Peter Apple. We will be giving you our favorite quarterback props, running back props, wide receiver slash tight end, a first time or any time touchdown score, and the first touchdown score. Colby, we've had an amazing year. Me personally, I'm 77 and 52, winning at a 60% rate. You've had a great year going into conference championships. We were off a 10 and one week on the podcast, but I know I was middle of the pack. I think I went one and one. Of course, Brock Purdy getting injured certainly doesn't help the over, but we cashed the under on player props. I went one and two wasn't a great week for us on the player prop side. How did you feel the conference championships went for you and welcome back. It's Super Bowl week. Yeah, before we get into that, Pete, um, congratulations to us because this is actually the one-year anniversary of Not Gambling Advice. Um, wow. We recorded the first episode about a year ago before Super Bowl, what is it, is, was it 51? Is this 52? I, I can't keep up anymore, whatever it is. Yeah, I've been looking into backup tight end anytime touchdown props, <laughs> so I didn't even look at what number Super Bowl this was. That's probably way off. I'm going to get flamed for that. But yeah, I mean, last week didn't go great. I went 0-2. I was on the Niners, which didn't even get to have a chance, which was unfortunate. Um, and then I was on the Bengals money line as well and should have won. They could they really had a chance to win the game. Um, so at least they had a chance to win the game. I'm I'm happy with my analysis there. But you know, 0-2 is 0-2. We get another week and we won so many units throughout the season that you know it is what it is. It is what it is. You have a 10 and one week, then you have a little bit of a slide, and you know what that means. We couldn't be more due. Again, this is the Player Props episode sponsored by Prize Picks. All of these props are available on Prize Picks. We're going off those lines, but also looking at the book lines to find the best value on Prize Picks. Because on Prize Picks, for example, you could have a line on books that's plus 105. Maybe you want to take that on the books to get that extra juice. But we'd like to take the ones that are minus 130, minus 135, minus 125, you know, in all that kind of range, because then you're getting better value on Prize Picks. We did the research. We found the value. Let's start with the quarterback position, and then we'll work our way through positions ending on touchdown scores. Colby, your favorite quarterback prop of the Super Bowl. Yeah, it just so happens, Pete, that this is my favorite prop of the entire game. Um, you know, maybe not aside, but of the props, the quarterback prop is my favorite. And it just so happens that my favorite quarterback prop is actually being offered as the prize picks. You know, is it a taco? What do they call it? Just like a promo square. So what I will say is the easiest bet you will ever cash in your entire life. Prize picks is offering it. And I don't say that lightly. It is a mega lock in unless there is a big injury. And that's Patrick Mahomes over a half passing yard. You heard me correctly. Over a half passing yard. 
Prize Picks is offering a free square to get you even more value. So if you're a person who likes same game parlays, player prop parlays, any of that kind of stuff, you can pick your favorite straight prop and pair it with Mahomes to get the best value you could get on any other book and prize picks. If you use our code just gridiron, you get a full 100% deposit match up to $100. So what you're saying is Mahomes over a half passing yard is a lock, but how else are you playing Mahomes? Cause you like it. I like it the way it is. Patrick Mahomes more than 285 and a half pass yards on prize picks. And Pete, just just to clarify there too, that free square has a max bet of what? 50? $25. So not a big bet at all. Exactly. Um, so if you want to get around that, that you know, min bet, I really, really like Patrick Mahomes more than 285 and a half pass yards on prize picks. Um, this line is currently at 290 and a half, and it's towards favored towards the over at minus 130 on DraftKings. Um, so it's kind of crazy how low it is on prize picks right now. Mahomes has gone over this total in 12 of 19 games this year. He's gone over in every single game in which he has 38 or more pass attempts. His pass attempts line is actually at 38 and a half in this game and also favored towards the over. Um, so if he if he's you know passing 38, 39, 40 times in this game, this is going to hit. But the reason that I like to take the yards over the pass attempts is he's actually gone over this total over, you know, 285, 290, 300 yards in games in which he's only thrown the ball 34, 35 times, which is why I don't really like the pass attempts total at all. I stay away from that. Um, But I really am targeting the yards here. And um, this Eagles defense, right? We've talked about how they haven't been tested this year. Um, they've let up more than 253 yards in a game of passing yards. That is in a game just once this year, Pete, just once 347 yards to Dak Prescott in that shootout with the Cowboys. And that's really, I mean, you could argue that that is the one time this year that the Eagles faced a really, really good offense, right? The first time they played the Cowboys, Cooper rush was in at quarterback. Um, so I think that, you know, you're going against Kansas city who has the number one ranked offense, in my opinion, they also have the most pass yards per game. Um, and 13 of 17 games this year for the Eagles came against a bottom 15 passing offense. So to me, this one looks really nice. The other way to get around this play, um, if you don't want to play it on prize picks, which you should, but the other play I like on the books as well is Mahomes over 300 yards at plus 110. So you're getting plus value on him going over 300 yards. Love it, dude. Um I think no matter kind of the game script, unless the Chiefs absolutely blow out the Eagles, which I just don't think is going to happen. I do think the Chiefs have a shot. I have my Super Bowl future still pending uh, on the Chiefs. Um, I'm not sure exactly when or if I'm going to hedge that bet and go with the Eagles. I got to do more research. I want to see how the line flips. That's why that podcast will come out on Wednesday. But if the Chiefs are down, I think he easily gets it. And if it's a close game, you're going to see the Patrick Mahomes show. Like, he is going to throw. I have another prop for Mahomes um, if we're talking about quarterback props. First, I do want to say I lean Jalen Hurts' under on his passing yards. But the thing is, when these lines opened, I saw it available at 248 and a half. And I kind of put a mental note. Okay, I'm going to come back to that one. I kind of want to see how the market adjusts. And now on prize picks, it's at 238 and a half. It's just an incredibly big adjustment to that line. 
So I'm going to stay away from it, but I got to say, I still don't mind it at all. You were going to say something about that one? Yeah, I actually do like, even though it moved that much, that I actually do like that. Um, I've seen that happen a few times this year where quarterback props move way down and it goes under by like 40 or 50 yards. So Okay, so that's still something to look at. And remember to download Picket. The, it's in the episode description. It's completely free. Sync your sports book. But as well, you can track all of our plays. If you follow us, our links are in the episode description. So if I end up playing that, you'll get an alert. Set my notifications on. Pickett is completely free in the episode description. Um, so I lean Jalen Hurts. But my favorite quarterback prop is actually on the rushing side. And it's not Jalen Hurts. It's Patrick Mahomes. So I think the entire world knows at least at this point that Patrick Mahomes is a little bit banged up he had that high ankle sprain we talked about on this podcast reason I really like the under I didn't think the Chiefs offense would be as explosive and they only put up 23 points and then Joe Burrow and the Bengals only put up 20 so ended up going under that total Patrick Mahomes now at this point has two weeks to rest that ankle it seems like they put on an incredible feat of medical practices because he was able to play and looked really healthy. And you look back at the past two Super Bowls when they played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they played the San Francisco 49ers, both of those teams known for their pass rushes at the time. And now the Eagles have one of the best pass rushes in the NFL. But the one problem with the Eagles pass rush is they've been susceptible to running quarterbacks. They get these guys out of the pocket and then they're able to scramble more often than not. We know that the Eagles don't want to let Patrick Mahomes' arm beat them, knowing he has a bum ankle, I assume there will, might be less of a spy on Patrick Mahomes in order to protect against the pass game. And in this matchup, he's at 18 and a half rushing yards. On books, it's at 19 and a half, 20 and a half. I've even seen a 21 and a half. In terms of yards per carry, four quarterbacks, the Eagles rank 31st out of 32 in yards per carry from quarterbacks at six and a half yards per carry in terms of total yards they rank bottom six in the nfl in rushing yards from quarterbacks and in those two super bowls the reason i mentioned those because he was facing good pass rushes he had 29 yards against the 49ers 33 yards against the tampa bay buccaneers the line at 18 and a half seems a little low because people are still worried about the ankle and even if the ankle is still banged up i expect there to be so much adrenaline running through Patrick Mahomes' brain that he doesn't feel it. He just acts on instinct. And sometimes when he gets pushed out of the pocket and there's no open receivers downfield, he will tuck and run. I think 18 and a half is just a little bit too low for one of the more prolific runners in the NFL, at least at the quarterback position. We all think about the arm, but 18 and a half rushing yards, it's just too low for me. I really like the over in that one. What do you what are your thoughts? Pete, you know what's really interesting is that on prize picks, Patrick Mahomes' pass plus rush yards prop is set at 309 and a half, right? His pass yards is 285 and a half. His rush yards is 18 and a half. That doesn't add up at all math-wise. And then you go over to a DraftKings. That line is 315 and a half on the books. This is this is like a wild discrepancy we're seeing here on both pass yards and rush yards for Patrick Mahomes, and I love it. That's why I like doing these uh, week before. Remember, the Super Bowl's on Sunday. We're recording on Monday. Lines can change. 
Um, we may see that tick up. We may see an adjustment there. Maybe Jalen Hurts. Maybe he gets an adjustment. Like there will be more adjustments as more money comes in. So we want to try and grab the best lines before they go up. Your bet, my bet. I feel like we're getting good value on this one. And if you don't want to play Patrick Mahomes total yards, do his free square. Half half passing yard. No totally. brainer. No I mean, brainer. I think, I think too, I think if you like Mahomes pass yards and rush yards, you can play just both of them uh, with the 309 and a half. I like that number as well. So do you, do you, do we 309 and a half. We're both adding both of ours into one. Maybe he goes over 300, but only gets three seventeen rushing yards. That's over. So play it any way you want. Those are our favorite quarterback props. Now time for the running backs. Colby, your favorite rushing prop or receiving prop from these running backs. I got Miles Sanders under nine and a half fantasy score. And you can only play fantasy score on prize picks. So the reason I love this prop is that in games in which Miles Sanders does not score a touchdown, he's gone under nine and a half fantasy fantasy score in every single one of those games. So basically the under nine and a half fantasy score for Miles Sanders is a play against him scoring a touchdown. So if you go over to his odds to score a touchdown on most books, he's right around plus 100 minus 105. Um, So it's actually juiced towards the under in this game, right? They like him not to score more than they like him to score. Um, The other reason I love this Kansas city's rush touchdown percentage against on defense is 25%. So 75% of the touchdowns that Kansas city gives up are passing touchdowns. That's the fourth lowest rush touchdown percentage in all of football um so i'm ba- i'm going miles sanders under nine and a half fantasy score which you can only get on prize picks basically because i don't like him to score a touchdown and the data supports it don't you think it's funny too that he's the lead running back and he doesn't lead his own team in rushing touchdowns jalen hurts does at 13 we can't forget they have kenneth gainwell who's been heavily involved but my favorite rushing prop Almost feels like a trap because it seems too good to be true. And I still have to do some soul searching to see if I want to play it. Because when I see a prop with this low where I expect the line to be, I could be off. But let me pitch it to you. And then you tell me if it's too big of a trap. Because we were talking about this earlier. And I also want the listener to you know, contextualize this and just see if they feel like this is too good to be true. So there's a running back on the Eagles. He's the third stringer. Um, and he's gone over 30 yards in back-to-back games of the 15 games he's played. He's gone over this number 11 times and his name is Boston Scott and Boston Scott's line is at seven and a half rushing yards against a chiefs team that is 19th in terms of rushing DVOA, a team that is in the bottom half of the league in yards per carry an Eagles offensive line that is the best in football, a also an Eagles team that has used plenty of different running backs this entire season. That's why their third stringer, Boston Scott, has gone over this in 11 of his 15 games that he's played, including both games in the playoffs, where we've seen a ton more Kenneth Gainwell usage, but also we're seeing plenty of Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts is a little bit banged up, and Boston Scott is almost the veteran at the in the room at this point. Doesn't it seem like Boston Scott, if he gets at least two carries, is going to go over this rushing total? Seven and a half? 
That's why I said it. There's a lot of things that point to this being an absolute no brainer. But after back to back 30 games, the line is at seven and a half. Is there anything that's taking you off this? Like, I might need to talk myself out of this one because it seems too good to be true. That's the only thing that I can really surmise is that it's too good to be true, right? He's averaged more than six attempts in his last six games. And he's gone over in double digits in six of his last seven games, rushing-wise. So I, I don't understand this line at all. I saw it and immediately stuck out to me. But it also scares me. Like, we look at these things throughout the season, and, you know, if this was a regular season game, Pete, we might be going under because it's just like, it it just doesn't make any sense. But I feel like in a regular season game, that's why... I'm scared because in a regular season game, sometimes you can find inefficiencies in the line, especially this is a week six game at 1 p.m., not big on TV. Of course, most football lines, it's the most efficient market, I think, in sports because it gets the biggest handle. But in the Super Bowl, especially, there's one game on, everyone in America is going to be watching, and half of America is going to be betting on the game. They know that they have to make the lines as efficient and as perfect as possible. Of course, some are going to go over some are going to go under and I feel like nobody is going to see the Boston Scott line and go under it in this game and that's why I'm so afraid of it that it might not be the biggest handle because it's Boston Scott rushing yards but who in their right mind would be on the under maybe the under is the play but everything points towards the over so that's why it's my favorite rushing prop because I don't see a lot of value anywhere else but I think you gotta trust on this one trust the data and you know what? It's a fun one to root for too, because sometimes in the Super Bowl, maybe you pair this one with the uh, with the free square, limited at twenty five bucks. Don't get too crazy on it and just play it for fun, because I do think he's going to hit it, Colby. I really do think that Boston Scott goes over seven and a half rushing yards. But my gambling brain is sounding the alarms, and the fact that it hasn't moved when I've seen some eight and a half on books and seven and a half super juice towards the over, but it's sticking there on Prize Picks, it scares me. But I'm a data guy. I'm a numbers guy, and I like it. I like it. So those are our favorite rushing props. I got to say, I side with Colby on Miles Sanders. The only way I think this gets broken up is if he scores a touchdown So because he's not really heavily involved in the receiving game. I think his line for receiving yards is what, at four and a half, something really, really low. He doesn't low. catch any balls. Yeah, he doesn't catch any balls. So unless he gets 100 yards rushing, which I think is less than likely considering Kenneth Gainwell, Jalen Hurts, and Boston Scott are all taking up yards. So that's where I'm at on this one. I like it. Um, And I like Boston Scott. Your favorite receiving prop in this game? My favorite receiving prop, we're going to one of my favorite players in all of football, Dallas Goddard. More than four and a half receptions, as well as over 45 and a half reception yards. Um, you'll see why I give you two in a second. This is the Eagles safety blanket, plain and simple, right? You got AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, two of the best wide receivers in football going deep. What are the Kansas City Chiefs going to want to do? They're going to want to shut those two down, at least keep them in check, um, which should leave the middle of the field open for Dallas Goddard to get some chunk plays up the seam. Um, we know Hertz loves Goddard, targets the crap out of him. Um, Goddard has been a target machine this year. Um, so I'm expecting, you know, that to stay the same. 
And the other interesting thing, Pete, about this over four and a half receptions is favored towards the over on DraftKings at minus 160, which is wild. It's up on prize picks right now. The reason I'm giving over 45 and a half reception yards, which I like just as much, um, is because I could see this moving up to five or even disappearing. Like, I don't know why this is up at four and a half right now, but while you can grab it, grab it at four and a half. Um, but we've seen Goddard go over 45 and a half without getting over four and a half receptions before as well, um, which is why I like both. But I think they just use him as a safety blanket. And the books are telling me this is great value. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I would prefer the four and a half receptions, not just based on the line, but because if you're going against the Chiefs uh, defense in their secondary, there's a clear weakness. And while they rank 19th in DVOA against tight ends this year, Dallas Goddard is no regular tight end. His catch rate is insane, but his yards per catch isn't as as great. But if there's a, as sure-handed of a tight end in terms of catching the football, it might be his opponent, Travis Kelsey, and then that might be it. Like, that's how good his hands are. And I so that's why I love the receptions. The yards I like, but just not as much. Just splitting hairs here if I had to choose. It's at 49.5 on DraftKings. There you go. And a half on so prize. if you're going to play it, yeah, get some value there on prize picks. But the one weakness that I found in the Chiefs secondary is against number one wide receivers. Not to say that they are good against the tight end. They rank 19th. But just to show you, they rank 31st out of 32 teams in terms of DVOA against number one wide receivers. And if you go through their game log, especially against a team like the Bengals, both Jamar Chase and T. Higgins went over this. I've been going through a lot of their games. Number one wide receivers tend to really, really hurt the Chiefs. So it matches up in terms of the DVOA. And who's the number one wide receiver on the Eagles who feels to himself and has even voiced it publicly that he feels like he's been getting disrespected in terms of his target share? He just wants more balls thrown his way. Now, we saw... Jalen Hurts start to throw it to him in the game against the 49ers, but it just got out of hand. Brock Purdy couldn't throw the ball. Josh Johnson came in, so they just ran the clock out and won the game. But we saw Devonta Smith lead the team in yards, but it was kind of based on that one big catch. That was one of the props I lost. So I had Devonta Smith over yards in the other game. But now the markets have just gotten too close, and we forget who A.J. Brown is, who statistically, by a lot of advanced stats, was the best wide receiver in football this year. A.J. Brown at 69.5. His normal yards on books are at 71.5. I've seen some 72.5, 70.5. It's at 69.5. And And at five receptions, I like that too. But he's been a big, deep threat for the Eagles this year. I feel like on a third down, we're going to get a couple of big A.J. Brown catches. He's also one of those wide receivers who could get this all-in-one catch. He has that type of breakaway speed. Chiefs' biggest issue on their entire defense by DVOA, if you go through each position, what is their biggest weakness? It is against number one wide receivers where they rank second to last. Give me A.J. Brown over 69 and a half receiving yards against this chief secondary where they've been moving around some guys. They're putting one of their better corners in the slot, um, you know, to stop receivers in the slot and it's worked, but then you take him off of the X and the Y. So give me AJ Brown over 69 and a half receiving yards. T 
Higgins and Jamar Chase both went over this total. That's what I said, yeah. Last week. And before that, Zay Jones went off. Christian Kirk had seven receptions, although he didn't go over the yards. But they give up a lot of receptions, a lot of yards to top receivers. Kirk plays in the slot now, and that's what they did. They made that adjustment. I forget the corner's name. It's like McDuffie or McKinney. It's something like that. I can't remember his name, but I know they moved him into the slot. He is a rookie corner, and he's been playing pretty well. And he was in line to stop kind of the Christian Kirks of the world, but even they got seven receptions. A.J. Brown is in a slot receiver. He should have a great day against his chief secondary. Just to back you up on that, Pete, I'm going with A.J. Brown, first touchdown plus a 1,000. Um, he hasn't been targeted much in this postseason. Like first touchdown scores now. First touchdown scores. We're going for it. We're going for it. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I'm just backing you up on all that you said. I'm not going to go too much into it. We know that first touchdown scores are – the books love you taking first touchdown scores. They're not winning bets most of the time, but it's the Super Bowl. We splurge. We have a little fun. I'm going A.J. Brown first touchdown for the Eagles. I'm going to be taking two first touchdown score bets, though, because – how can you predict which team is actually going to score the first touchdown? So I'm going to take a Chiefs player as well. Um, but yeah, A.J. Brown at plus 1,000 seems like as likely as anybody on the Eagles to catch that first touchdown. And why not? Why not him? Yeah, why not us, right? All right, if I'm looking at the first touchdown score, there was a couple of names that kind of jumped out at me. I don't love the value on this one. Um but I do like Jalen Hurts at plus 800 to score that first touchdown. If I had to take one for the Eagles, I'm kind of leaning towards both quarterbacks to rush one in. Um, because like I said, uh, the Eagles have allowed the fourth most um, yard, or sorry, six most rushing yards, second most yards per carry. But if we're talking about rushing touchdowns, the Chiefs have actually allowed the sixth most rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts leads his team in rushing touchdowns this year. He has a big rushing yards prop, plus 800 I do like. And then on the other side, I kind of like Patrick Mahomes at plus 2,600. Like I said, the Eagles, these two teams you wouldn't expect it, but these two teams have been susceptible to running quarterbacks all year. Um, So I think in this matchup, I think one of the quarterbacks runs it in first. So I'm going with Jalen Hurts plus 800 and Patrick Mahomes plus 2,600. And for a long shot, for a long shot, Jody Fortson at plus 6,000. Now, you may have never heard of Jody Fortson, and you haven't seen him in the playoffs because he's been out for about a month. Um, And I'll just get straight into my anytime touchdown score because I also like him at plus 1,300. I already bet him at plus 1,300, and I'll tell you why. So like I said at the beginning of this episode, I have been in the weeds looking for the best value for touchdown scores basically all week. Instead of talking to women, instead of going outside, I have been looking at backup tight ends to score touchdowns. Third I tried third string tight ends. But when you look at the Chiefs game log, so during the regular season, if we look at Chiefs backup tight ends, um, so again, Gray, Bell, they didn't have touchdowns in the playoffs, but in the regular season, Noah Gray, one touchdown, Blake Bell, one touchdown, and obviously Travis Kelsey has 12. But there's one guy who on the Chiefs has scored as many touchdowns as Marquez Valdez-Scantling, as many as Justin Watson, and and as many as Kadarius Toney. 
and that's Jody Fortson. He only has nine catches this year. Two are for touchdowns. In 2021, he had five catches. Two were for touchdowns. So that's four touchdowns with 14 career catches, giving his touchdown to catch rate 28.5%, Colby. 28.6%. Round that up to 29%. Why not? Jody Fortson might get in the end zone here. He's kind of the secret weapon. He's kind of the secret weapon. Plus 6,000 for first. You know nobody on the planet is going to take this touchdown guy. Because I was looking also at the Eagles um, through their game logs. Obviously, you know, Dallas Goddard is their main guy in terms of tight ends catching uh, touchdowns. But if we look at guys like Calcaterra, he doesn't have any. Um, this guy, his name is Jack Stoll. He's a backup tight end. He doesn't have any. So if we're looking at backup tight ends to get in the end zone, Fortson has the same value as a lot of these guys who are supposedly above him, but they don't catch touchdowns like my guy Fortson does. So I'm looking at Jody Fortson plus 6,000 as a long shot for a first touchdown and plus 1,300 for an anytime touchdown, which I have already bet. And it's plus 1,200 on FanDuel. So I got a little bit of value on DraftKings. I mean, the beauty of this play is that we know that the Chiefs are going to have some, at least two or three plays in this game where we've never seen the formation before. They're going to do something crazy out of the huddle. They're going to play ring around the rosy, whatever it is, maybe a little hacky sack in the huddle, and then get into formation. Jody Fortson goes out, you know, for a wheel route and catches a touchdown. Like they're always, they're always game for some weird touchdown, some weird formation, something we've never seen before. And what better place to do it than in the Super Bowl with Mahomes not 100%. Like, uh, and here's why I like it too. Because he's either going to get a catch and score a touchdown or he's not going to get in the game. <laughs> or he's just going to be used for blocking. So if you see him, there's almost no chance he gets a catch for like eight yards uh, on the 50. Like, they ain't targeting him there. They're targeting him in the end zone his entire career. He's been a touchdown machine. Find me a guy with better touchdown splits than that. Maybe you can find some fullback somewhere. But this was the guy in the entire game who I felt had the best value for a touchdown score based on previous history of when he catches the ball. More often than not, it's a touchdown. And plus 1,300 for an anytime touchdown score combined with plus 6,000 for the first? It's the Super Bowl. Let's have some fun. Jody Fortson, remember the name. Who's your uh, favorite anytime touchdown score? I'm going with Mahomes. You're going with him first, but I'm going to go anytime touchdown just because I like don't like the randomness as much. Um, but yeah, Mahomes had four rush touchdowns this season. This line's currently at plus 450 on DraftKings, um, which gives you an implied probability of about 18%. But he ran four in in 19 games this season. That gives us about a 21% um chance that he'd run one in this season right so there's some value there i think the other trend we have is that mahomes has a rush rush touchdown in every single postseason he's played in so 2018 to 2022 he's had a rush touchdown in every single postseason he doesn't have one yet this season this postseason so wow i like that a lot yeah i mean why not first i mean maybe second did not lose that one, but he had some scoring. You got just yours. I might have to tail that with you. That's an awesome, awesome prop. So just do a quick recap of all of your props. I'll do a quick recap of mine, and we'll say goodbye until Wednesday.
Yep. All right. I got Patrick Mahomes more than 285.5 pass yards on prize picks. I'm also playing that on the books over 300 yards alt line plus 110. Um, I got Miles Sanders under nine and a half fantasy score, which is essentially just a, you know, a prop that he doesn't score a touchdown. I have Dallas Goddard more than four and a half receptions. Um, if that moves to five, which it might, I do also like more than 45 and a half receiving yards. Um, I have AJ Brown first touchdown plus a thousand. I'm also taking Travis Kelsey first touchdown plus six fifty. He has eight first touchdowns this year. I mean, how can you bet against the guy? I know it's like the squarest thing ever. Everybody's gonna have him, but it's the Super Bowl. I think I just want to root for it a little bit. Um, and then I have Mahomes anytime touchdown score as well. Yes, I agree. And one more anytime touchdown score for me. It is a square on prize picks. But before I give it out, make sure you download the Pickett Sports app because we gave out a lot of props in this episode. And we aren't sure which ones we're going to play, you know, for one unit or 0.2 units or 0.5 units. Make sure you download the Pickett Sports app and set our notifications on so you get an alert when we play them. It is completely free to download. The link is in our episode description. Give me Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown minus 120. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? The Eagles, yeah, they're pretty damn good against the tight end, but who else is he going to pass to? I mean, the line is at 50 and a half for the total. You're telling me Travis Kelsey, when he scores in basically every single game he's ever played, is not getting in the end zone when he's setting records in the postseason for career touchdowns? Like, Travis Kelsey is getting in the end zone. I don't care if it's square. I don't care what it is because there's a square open on prize picks. So you don't have to lay the 20 cent juice. You can just play it on prize picks. He's getting in the end zone. He's getting in the end zone. I don't want to hear anything about it. I will be playing that. And I'm fine if it loses because if it loses Travis Kelsey, you didn't get in the end zone in the Super Bowl. That's your fault. That ain't my fault. That's your job. That's your job to get in the end zone. All right. So my favorite props um, in terms of the quarterbacks, give me Patrick Mahomes over 18 and a half rushing yards. In terms of running backs, give me Boston Scott over seven and a half rushing yards. In terms of wide receivers, tight ends, give me AJ Brown over 69 and a half receiving yards. Uh, for a first touchdown score, I like Mahomes. I like Jalen Hurts and Jody Fortson as a long shot. Also, anytime touchdown score, Jody Fortson at plus 1300. And then Travis Kelsey at minus 120, minus 125. Don't care. It's on prize picks as the free square. Remember to download prize picks. Use code just gridiron in order to get that full 100% deposit match. You get free money to play with. You have a free square in Patrick Mahomes over a half yard. And we're giving you the best value you can find on prize picks. Anything else before we say goodbye, Colby? There's nothing square or sharp. There's nothing sharp about taking Travis Kelsey under a touchdown. Yeah, it's a dull knife. Uh, it, yeah, I don't. I wait. You said it's uh, it's it's square or sharp to what did you say? There's nothing. There's nothing sharp about taking Travis Kelsey under a touchdown. I don't think so. I really don't think so. It might just be a bet that everybody hits, and I'm confident in it. But we have to remember that everything you heard, none of it was gambling. Advice.